Welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Kennedy, and you tune in today because you're sick of trying every fad diet under the sun and training yourself into the ground without seeing any results. That's why I'm here to share the most effective ways to eat and train for sustainable and real results. What's up, guys? Welcome back to this week's episode of the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning into today's show. If you are a regular listener every single week, then thank you uh, for coming back. Um, If you haven't hit that subscribe button already, please do. If this is your first time listening, be sure to go back through all the past episodes. See if there's anything in there that interests you. I'm sure there's a lot of value for you to take home, whether it's something that I've spoken about or um, any of the amazing guests that have been on the Fitness and Lifestyle podcast um, already. But what today's episode is about, and you've probably already seen in the title of the show, um, is I'm going to be listing five reasons why it is not a good idea to do a short-term or quick-fix diet or even challenge, um, you know, things like four-week challenges, 28-day challenges, fad diets that uh, require you to, I guess, go into an extremely aggressive diet, an aggressive calorie deficit, and an excessive amount of exercise to get short-term results, um, and they're usually quite drastic results over a short period of time, and there are a few exceptions to this when I say, you know, it's not a good idea to do four-week challenges and stuff like that. Um, I've done similar things, and I've coached people through similar things, but um, they are very different to what I'm about to talk about today, so I will go over those as we get through the show. As I mentioned, I'm going to list five reasons why it's not a good idea um, and why it can have a detrimental and a negative effect on you, not only physically but mentally as well. And this is from past experience. This is from me looking in on on different challenges and short-term diets and quick fixes that I've seen in the fitness industry already. Keeping in mind, guys, that a lot of these, a lot of these short-term and, and um, I guess, what 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 I like to call it, like quick fix programs, are purely to make money. Okay, so that's the first thing that you really need to understand is that a lot of these require you to use certain supplements. They you obviously have to pay to be part of this program. You're probably paying extra to do the sessions if it's at a gym. Um, so in that short period of time, they're getting a lot of people doing these challenges and they're making a shitload of money. And to be perfectly honest, majority of the time there's really no care or there's no worry about what happens or, or, or what um, the process after the challenge finishes, okay? It's get ridiculous results in a short period of time, be able to post online that there's before and after photos of how good the results were, but there's no follow-up afterwards. Um, and that's what I want to talk about today, and we're going to go over those five reasons. Now, starting with number one, and I'm sure um, I, before I get stuck into these reasons, I'm sure there's a lot of people listening that have experienced this firsthand. And you know, I have. I definitely have as well. And as I said before, I see a lot of it now in the fitness industry, and it does really, really fucking piss me off because, like I said, it is just a money-making thing majority of the time. And you know, for those that have anyone that's ever worked with me, you'll know that all of my nutrition stuff is custom. So it is personalized to the individual to suit their lifestyle, their needs, and to make sure that it's sustainable. Um, and with the training, it's exactly the same thing. And my whole business model, although it's not a great business model in terms of making money, but for me, it's, it's more about helping people. My whole business model is to be able to teach the client that I'm working with how to eat and train for long-term and sustainable results. Okay, so ideally, after, let's say, a month of working with me, you shouldn't need me at all in terms of knowing what to do. You should know exactly what to do with your food, exactly what to do with your training to see the results that you're after and be able to make sure that you're heading in the right direction without needing my help. 
where I come into it a lot of the time and the clients that I continue to work with, which <clears throat> is fantastic. I absolutely love working with clients, obviously, otherwise I wouldn't be doing um, the job that I'm doing and I wouldn't be putting out this content. But the accountability side of things is always always going to be there. You know, you can teach someone how to do something. It doesn't necessarily mean they're going to do it. Okay, so that's where I kind of come into it. But that's just kind of what I... Um, my my thoughts on this whole this whole short term quick fix you know magic bullet type thing, it's not gonna it's not gonna happen. Magic bullet, probably not magic bullet actually. Magic pill, magic pill. Yeah, forget that I said magic bullet. Um, so anyway, reason number one why I think this is um is just, these these challenges are not a good idea for you or for anyone is that you don't learn anything. Okay, so that's number one is that you don't learn anything, and that's what I've kind of just touched on now is that. With everyone that I work with, I'm trying to teach them how to eat and train for results so then they know what to do. But these, I'm going to come up with a term that I can use instead of saying challenges and quick fixes um, for the rest of the podcast. Let's say short term, short term, let's come up with a good good phrase here. Um, let's say quick fixes, all right, let's go with quick fix. Okay, so the problem with these quick fix programs is that you are usually given a training program which is quite excessive in terms of how much exercise and energy expenditure you're doing. Your nutrition, majority of the time, is not customized one single bit. It's a cookie cutter program that everybody's following. So, you know, the the guy that's 95 kilos is following the same nutritional protocols as the person, the guy that's 65 kilos, which is just bullshit and it's just not how it works. It even, you know, I could have an individual who is two individuals who are exact same weight, exact same age. Um, you know, they do the exact same amount of training and their nutritional needs can be completely different. A majority of the time, that is the case um, just because of metabolism, speed, um, genetics, all the different types of stuff. They're, what they do for work, it can all vary and that is why nutrition should always be customized to the individual. So the reason why you're not learning anything is because you are literally spoon-fed what to do, let's say, for four weeks. Okay, you're told exactly when to train, what to do in the sessions, what to eat, you have to stick to these meals, you have to follow this set meal plan, you cannot go off track with the meal plan, these are your calories, you need to take these supplements and this is what you do. Okay, so religiously for four weeks, you're following this day in, day out, making sure you hit those meals, you're feeling really good about yourself because you've been so disciplined, although in the back of your head, you know that it's only a short period of time. Okay, and that's the other thing is that Anytime the word diet, and I know I say flexible dieting, but um, for those that have listened to me talk about flexible dieting, you know that it's not. A, there's no start and finish date. It's not a, a quick fix. It's a long-term um, solution. But whenever you say the word diet, it's always paired with a start and finish date. Okay, so for most people in their head, they're thinking, all right, so today's the start of the program, start of the, the challenge. Um, I've only got four weeks left until I finish this. I only have to follow this diet for four more weeks, and then I can stop. So the whole time, you're just thinking about finishing. So you're not enjoying the process one single bit. But because you are spoon-fed what to do for that whole period of time, once we get to the end of the challenge, once we end to get, get to the end of the quick fix, there is no direction. Unless you have asked a shitload of questions throughout this, this program as to why you're following this training program, as to why you are following this set amount of calories, which you'll probably get a shit answer anyway if you're all give, getting given the same same thing. If you don't ask questions, and a lot of them, then you have no idea why you've achieved the results that you have achieved, if you have seen any results in the first place. Okay, so it's it's like I've, I've talked about before when I talk about knowing your numbers with flexible dieting and tracking your macros and your calories. It's like 
if you don't know your numbers, it's like driving a car from Melbourne to Sydney with no speed, uh, speedo or fuel gauge. You're just guessing in terms of how fast you're going, how much petrol you have left in terms of getting to your your destination. So if you don't know what you're doing with your nutrition and your training, but you are seeing results, you don't even know why it's worked. If you're not seeing results, you don't know why it hasn't worked. And that's my first problem and the first reason why I think these um, are not worth your time and, and I don't think anyone should be doing them, to be perfectly honest, is that you just don't learn anything. Okay, So if you're not figuring out why or not figuring out how, then what is the purpose? Reason number two is that at the end of the challenge, because of the fact, you know, because of reason number one, you haven't learned anything, I can almost guarantee that you will go back to your old habits. And if anything, they could be even worse than before. So let's say for four weeks, you cannot drink alcohol. You know, a lot of these challenges, you're not eating many carbohydrates and your calories are quite low. You're doing a lot of uh, a lot of training. And before the challenge, you were eating a lot of carbs. You were having a wine with dinner a few nights a week. You weren't doing much cardio. And all of a sudden, you've just completely flipped it on its head and you're doing the exact opposite. At the end of that challenge, you are most likely going to go back to those old habits and if anything, they may be even worse than what they were before because you've deprived yourself of them for that period of time. Okay, so that whole time you're thinking about, fuck, I cannot wait to have a glass of wine or I can't wait to go out in the beers with the boys at the end of this challenge. So your habits haven't changed at all. So yeah, you may see results in that short period of time, but guess what? You're going to... Those, those results are not going to last very long at all. If anything, you may go back the other way. So let's say, for example, you've lost five kilos, which, which is a lot of weight to lose in a short period of time. And then after the challenge, let's say it's been a month, two months, you put the five kilos back on and you've also put on an extra one or two, okay, because you're just going back to your old ways um, and you may have increased the amount of food you're eating because you've deprived yourself for that period of time and you've just gone ham, okay. Once the challenge finished, you've gone ham and you've just put excess weight back on. So your habits have not changed, and I think that's a really important thing when you are making any form of physical change, um, whether that be with your nutrition, whether that be with your training, your recovery, your supplementation, whatever it is, is that you need to ingrain healthy habits and good habits, and that takes time, and it needs to be done at a relatively slow rate. So you cannot just change everything all at once. I don't care who you are. If you are going to try and change all of your habits all at once, it will not work. You need to do them one by one, one step at a time, nice and small changes, gradually build, build momentum. And over time, yes, you will be able to help. You will be able to change those habits um, and, and make them healthier and make them something that's going to be sustainable and that's something that's going to stick. But in that short period of time, you're not going to change your habits, especially if you don't even know what you're doing. If you're just following a piece of paper or an app that you've been given saying, do this, do this, do this, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this, you're not going to change your habits. So that's reason number two. Number three is that you create an unhealthy relationship with food and training. So the reason for that, as I've just mentioned, you're most likely in a, a quite a large or severe calorie deficit. So you're not eating much food. Okay, that's the first, that's the first problem. So in your head, and, and a lot of these challenges, you are often told that you cannot have certain, you know, whether it be certain macronutrient groups, certain food groups. Um, so you are quite restricted and you are deprived of certain things for that period of time. So what that does in your head over time starts to create that unhealthy relationship between you having that food or you having that glass of wine and feeling bad about it, okay? Because you've been told to see results, you need to cut it out. And that's bullshit. And that's, that's why with flexible dieting, I make sure that we don't cut out any macronutrient groups we don't, if you don't want to. Um, you don't cut out any food groups if you enjoy eating them. Same with drink as well. 
we keep it all in, make sure that you hit your numbers. But if you're being told that you can't have certain things and in your head you start to create that relationship, you start to pair, let's say, a, a slice of pizza with fat gain or um, let's say you start to pair having a drink with dinner as a bad thing. So then post-challenge, every time you eat those certain foods or have that drink or go off track with your food, mentally you're going to feel really shit about yourself and you're going to start to think that if you want to lose fat you need to cut out all this stuff if you're you know if you're eating pizza you're going to gain fat and that's just not the case and if you've been listening to the show for a, a period of time you'll already know that um, but that unhealthy relationship is can be quite hard to change and a lot of the clients I work with come to me because they have an unhealthy relationship with food and or exercise and it's not an overnight fix you can't just flick a switch and then all of a sudden be cool with with everything again. And the same goes for training as well. So if you're doing an excessive amount of cardio in this challenge because you're trying, they want you to get your energy expenditure up, okay? And I keep using the word challenge, but it may not be a challenge. It could be a fad diet. It could be something you're doing you know, by yourself, whatever it is, but just a short period and kind of uh, an excessive amount. So with the exercise, if we're doing a lot of cardio, a lot of energy expenditure, so you're doing a lot of training sessions, um, and you're not used to that, or you're doing it to the point where you just don't even enjoy it anymore. There's no enjoyment there. Then you, you're not gonna you're gonna get to the point where you just don't enjoy training. Okay. And the first thing that I do whenever I set up a program for a client is I ask them like, what style of training do you like? How many days per week would you like to train? Um, you know, what have you enjoyed in the past? And then we tailor the program around that. Because if you don't enjoy your program, if you don't spend your day looking forward to going to the gym, then you're going to hate it and you're going to start to create that unhealthy relationship with training itself. So instead of being motivated to get to the gym and do your session, you're going to be thinking about it the whole day. You know, fuck, I've got to go to the gym tonight. I really don't want to anymore. And once that short period of time, whether it's a diet, whether it's a challenge, quick fix program, whatever it is, by the time you get to the end of that, the last thing that you're going to want to do is keep that training load up. If anything, you're going to drop right off and you're going to start to avoid all the shit you've been doing in that program because you just got to the point where you hated it so much. So if you're mentally kind of pairing exercise with, with negative thoughts, if you're pairing certain foods, certain food groups or macronutrient groups or even drinks with negative thoughts, then that can be a hard process to get through to reverse those effects and it, it can happen in a relatively short period of time and it starts to get to the point where it becomes a habit so like i said before if you're doing something enough or if you and and the other thing as well is i think it's really important that i, I probably should have mentioned this at the start but you know the reason why these short-term quick fixes work is because they are so drastic the changes are so drastic so Let's say, for example, sorry, I just had to yawn there. Um, let's say, for example, you are in a quite a large calorie deficit and you had a decent amount of weight to lose and you weren't doing much exercise before and you were eating too much. Now, all of a sudden, you're eating fuck all, you're training a lot, and your body basically has no option, especially in that initial period, but to lose weight because you're just burning way more energy than you're taking in. So, yes, you will see results in the short term. But that is not long-lasting. That is not sustainable. That is not going to continue to happen. And if you do continue to go about your fat loss journey in that way, then you will see quite negative effects in terms of slowing your metabolism down, um, you know, probably not getting enough nutrients 
as I said, the mental side effects as well, which can be the hardest things to, to change. But that is why they work. So if I say to you that next week we're going to cut out carbohydrates completely, okay, and usually you eat a lot of carbs. So next week you cut out all your carbs and you see all this weight loss next week. In your head you're going, fuck yeah, all I need to do when I want to lose weight is cut out carbs and the carbs are the reason why I put on the weight and carbs are really bad, blah, 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 blah. That's not the truth. That's not that's not the reason why. The reason why you will have lost weight or you would lose weight if we did that is because you've cut out a huge chunk of calories. So now your calorie intake is quite low. So you're probably in a calorie deficit now and that is why you've lost weight. It has fuck all to do with the carbohydrates. It is not the carbs which are making you lose the weight. Okay, so uh, don't start to pair certain food groups or macronutrient groups um, negatively and think that they're doing you any harm because they're not. Um, obviously, if you prefer to keep carbs lower, then do that. If you prefer to keep fats lower or higher, whatever your preference is, go for it. But don't think that you can't do certain things and still see fat loss results because that's just not the truth. That's our first three. So we've got two more that I want to list here. Um, and the fourth one is the reason why you shouldn't do it is because you'll be miserable. For majority of people, it is just a miserable experience. Like I said, if you're excessively dieting, if you're excessively exercising, um, you're not typically enjoying the the style of training. You may not be enjoying your meals. The foods might suck. The the meal plan's too hard. Um, you're in too much of a deficit, so you never have any energy. You don't get to socialize with your friends. You're probably tired all the time. You're not motivated to train. Um, you know, if you're not seeing the results that you think you should be seeing, you're going to be even more pissed off and, and miserable. And that in itself is enough of a reason to not do it. I mean, there's fucking millions of other ways to achieve that result. And the most simple way being just eating in a slight calorie deficit uh, and training to a well-structured training program, making sure you're just burning more energy than you're taking in. And I guarantee you, I promise you, you will see results without having to do all the other bullshit in between. And the, the beauty of that is that the results will last and that brings us to our reason number five and the fifth reason why I think you should not do these quick fixes is that they are short-term results. They're not long-term results. As I said before, you know, you will see results in a short period of time if you go into a, a severe calorie deficit and your energy expenditure is up high, but they will not last. And the main reason being, as I said in number two, is that your old habits are going to creep back in. You haven't learnt anything, okay? Majority of people, I would, I would go as far as saying 99% of people don't actually stick to the same nutrition plan, the same training regime post-challenge or post, um, you know, quick fix, whatever it is. So all of a sudden, what's been getting you the results, even though they, the results are too fast and, and it wasn't done in the correct way, you're not following that anymore and you go back to your normal your normal eating habits, your normal ways and, you know, look look what happens. You put the weight back on, you're probably not training as much and the results are very, very, very short term. And if that's the one thing that I could get across from this whole podcast is that any short-term fix or, or quick fix is only going to give you quick and short-term results. It's not going to give you long-lasting, sustainable results that are something that you can hold up for a long period of time. My best advice to anybody listening at the moment for training and nutrition is to try and find a way of eating, try and find a way of training that is going to be sustainable, that's going to be enjoyable for you, that is going to suit your lifestyle. doesn't matter how optimal something is on paper. If you can't stick to it, it's useless. Okay, it is absolutely useless. So, yeah, 
it might be ideal, let's say for example, it might be ideal to follow a four-day uh, strength training split where you're doing upper body, lower body, upper body, lower body. But if you can only get to the gym twice per week, then your most optimal program for you is going to be two full body sessions. Okay, so you need to look at what is most optimal for you, not for everybody else. You are the most important person when it comes to seeing results for yourself. And I think that you know the focus should not be on getting results as fast as possible. It should be learning as fast as possible how to get results. And then those results are going to last you a lifetime. And you should be in complete control of, of the results that you see um, and what and what you're doing to achieve them and knowing why okay so it's really important to find out why you're seeing results and to know why if you know why then guess what you've cracked it you've you've um you've you've cracked the code you've you've bloody won the whole thing you know now how to take complete control of your results you know what to do when you want to lose fat you know what to do when you want to gain size it's easy from that point and i'm not even exaggerating i'm not saying this because i study so much information all the time. That's not why I'm saying this is easy. It's genuinely easy as fuck once you know what to do. And every single client that I've worked with will tell you the same thing. Once you know what it takes to be able to lose fat and to build muscle mass and you know how to get to that point and the steps you need to follow along the way to achieve that, it's easy. Anybody can do it. Everybody can do it. And that includes you. So I hope you have enjoyed today's episode. If you have and you've resonated with it in some way and you think someone else can benefit from it that you know, please do take a screenshot of this episode and post it up on your Instagram story for me. Um, I'd really, really, really appreciate that. Hit the subscribe button if you haven't already. Make sure you tune in again to next week's episode. Um, and I thank you so much for listening today and enjoy the rest of your day.